0: Hello, this is CM Radio, Life Talk, with your host, Karina Martinez. Today, I'm going to be quoting some things from Psychology Today, which is a really awesome magazine that I love to read when I get the chance. Once in a while, I'll find it in the supermarkets, magazine. If you ever get a chance, go ahead and see if you find it in your nearby supermarkets anywhere. Or you can find... Also find it on the internet, which is actually awesome, because I can read it on the internet at times, and it gets into the psychological parts of thinking of the mind, the human body. Also, it does go into, like I said, relationships, because I wanted to look about something, how to improve our marriage or relationship with our partners. So, actually, as I go through this, we're going to learn about communication with our partners, how to be honest and tact what to know what that means to talk basically is to be genuine with our feelings and being honest is to have an open mindness, basically to really be able to voice out our perspective but we do it with a genuine heart we're kind to them we're sensitive to their emotions which we need to be Uh, most of the time some of us tend to forget to be sensitive to our partner's emotions So we right away just turn around and, oh, you're weak, you're this, you're that. And we go to the negative side. We have to stop and think about the positive side. Um, Another one is keeping our promises and our attentions regarding our commitments to our partners. Um, It's better never to make a promise that you know you're not going to be willing to keep. You want to be the kind of person that your partner knows you can be trusted, which is a quote from the magazine itself right there because, but it's true. We do. We want to be that type of person. I mean, we don't want our partner to feel like they can't trust us or we're never going to be there for them. And it's so easy to do. And at the same time, we have to be willing to trust our partner to know that they'll be there for us There was an actual quote that I liked from the author herself, which it says, It feels good when people place their trust in us. Spread that positive feeling by be willing to trust your partner. Once we feel that we have lost someone's trust, a relationship falters very quickly. Too many of us feel jaded and are fearful of trusting others. I suggest you take a leap of faith and model for others how to trust how trust can be given and earned. I mean I'll go into it about the author herself because honestly she is a very good author and she writes for psychology today. At the end of this podcast I will kind of talk about her next, basically. Um, a moment. I wanted to kind of see if I can do something. For oh, the moment, I don't know. There's music playing, as you can tell. For the moment, and the music kind of eh, it's soothing. It gets your heart, makes you think. The other things that I mentioned in here is always be there for your partner, both metaphorically and literally. So, metaphorically, let's think about this. You make a commitment to be there with your partner. doesn't always mean you're going to be there physically, but you're always going to be there somehow. Whether it's a phone call, checking in on them, making sure they're okay or literal which is basically you're going to be there in that place or you're going to be in their emotional space. You if you cannot be counted on basically to keep your end of the promise then that relationship's chipped away. And your partner what your partner's willing to do for it, for basically for you in the future. You just cause that part of mistrust basically right there because you're not there for each other I mean we're all imperfect we all have shortcomings we all have areas to improve which is a good thing Uh, it does mention for us not to give up on our partner who is struggling if we know we're both struggling we have to both be truly committed to each other. A healthy relationships are not always easy to manage. Handling the conflicts are rough spots with maturity. Support is what determines its longevity and health. Maturity, trying to learn to calm ourselves down and talk in a honest manner, but in a manner that's like it mentioned in the first part of consideration of each other's feelings and thoughts. One would be remembering why we got together in the first place. What brought the two souls together? Where are you going to be from now till maybe 30 or 40 years? Basically we got to learn how to handle our conflicts A rough spots Also practice and master Much value gifted of empathy Which we don't have empathy We have to be willing to put ourselves in our partner's shoes We have to don't let ourselves buy into the belief that Our way of seeing the world is the right way, basically my way or the highway attitude. We need to get rid of that. We have to be able to see the world through each other's eyes and see each other's point of view. It's essential for creating a relationship built on a sense of shared understanding, which is everything we need to be working on. We have to learn to be present with our partners, offer support when needed without feeling like it's your job to jump in, fix the problem, or tell your partner what to do. We're there to grow together. We're there to learn. And if that's not where both parties are not willing to listen to each other, then we can't learn anymore from well, what we already know. If we're not willing, there's no growth. In the relationship. We can't always assume that our way is the right way. We have to be willing to say we're wrong. We made a mistake. Own up to our responsibility of that mistake. That shows maturity on that part. Be there for your partner when things are going poorly, when things are going great. So, Honestly is basically saying we got to be there good or bad We can't let our pride or envy or other negative emotions basically get in the way of that We have to celebrate each other's triumphs celebrate each other's Sometimes we fall so we got to be the support system to pick each other up Uh, (laughs) I love this one. No one likes it when someone hacks their bliss. So make a point of joining the party when good fortune rains down on your partner. You don't want somebody else taking credit for your partner. Your partner made a decision or a choice, and they deserve the credit for it. But we're willing to say, hey, this is somebody I'm in love with, I'm proud of this person, or honey, I'm proud of you. Don't be afraid to say you're proud. It doesn't mean you're proud of yourself and you're going to have that pride. Yeah, you're going to have the pride, but the pride's going to be about your partner. No. We have to also learn to laugh at ourselves, laugh with each other. It makes the relationship a lot stronger when we do these things. I mean, of course, we know already that it's not always easy to keep up a relationship. Or to stay on the course. But we can find humor in our situations. We both did something. Yeah, or end up magnifying like the stressors. Or turning minor sitbacks into... Seminable obstacles basically Which is one of the quotes I'm quoting right now Hard word to pronounce But We don't look at the drama Basically in the relationship itself We look for ways to release the tension or stress We're meant to be supportive We're not meant to be combative We're not there trying to see who wins the fight We want to find a way who and settle the fight. Who can be there for each other, support each other? Smiling with your partner is a good thing. Even when we think our partner screwed up, sometimes just smile. But when we smile, we're not doing it out of sheer, oh yeah, I got you, I'm right, ha ha ha, kind of thing. And it won't be out of that. Recognizing that everyone's going to make mistakes and some seemingly dumb things in life, which happens to all of us. We each have our moments at some point. Basically, it's just that no one here masters the skills required for being a good partner without a few missteps, which is true. I mean, every single day, it's a new experience. Every single day, it's a learning experience. Relationships were not built with instructional books, but we can find ways to overcome it or see where we are faltering to improve that. You know? Once we do that, we'll learn to enhance our relationship sabotage which some of us do we start doubting our relationships start doubting our partner ourselves it's, we start to forget that how much we need each other to build on and to grow that that doubt can destroy the relationship some people do take their uh, relationship agreements very seriously, uh, develop, basically, here's one. Okay, this is the one I'm trying to get at. They develop oral or written agreement that guided their relationship from year to year, which is, I think, a perfect suggestion to give. Why not do a written agreement or an oral one? But you got to do it all the time. You know, an ex-military couple, in does state here, which is quoted, describes their annual re-up ceremony, in which they reflect on where they've been over the past year, discuss any concerns or alterations they feel are necessary in their relationship, and rational behaviors, which actually to me, that sounds like a pretty good idea to do in a relationship, and to figure out. What things you can change together as a couple that you can change. Not trying to change each other or force your belief on your partner's or your partner's pushing their beliefs on you. This is more of finding a way of compromising seeing each other and taking a step back and saying, okay, let's take a look at our situation or what happened before the past or see how our growth has been over the years. How much has changed? Are we ready for the new step and the new trials that are going to be coming in our relationship? I love it when it states here that while convention customs promote marriage as a lifelong institution, it doesn't hurt to revisit your vows, expectations, very so often to make sure you both are staying on track and true to expectation of the other. Which is true. But one thing I want to mention, and yes, conventional customs. I'm tired that they promote marriage as a lifelong institution. It's not an institution. This is something you two people decide to do. And it doesn't have to be an institution. Viewing it that way, I think, is what damages us the most. At least, my personal opinion, yeah, I think that damages us. Because we view it as an institution. We're not institutionalizing ourselves. We found somebody we want to grow old with. And somebody we're truly in love with. You know, whether we actually get married or not, relationships in general are not always easy to, to handle, basically, or to deal with. We're constantly learning how. Um, I do love how she mentions in the, this part of the paragraph in the magazine about happy long-term relationships are marked by open communication mutual growth which is the biggest thing right there mutual growth and communication the relationship itself grows flexes and reflects the changes that each partner experiences we share our experiences we share it with each other we don't try to up one another say my experience is greater than yours or whatever This is more of equal fairness and sharing back and forth. Gaining information from each other. And helping each other out. You know, it could be like diplomatic treaties between two nations. We have to think about it that way with the long-term relationships. Uh, they They only work when policies and expectations are determined understood, or upheld by each party, which this is a perfect thing for me to be quoting. It's true. That's the way policies work. You know? And that being diplomatic basically is another way of saying being respectful for one another, being kind, taking each other's emotions or feelings into consideration learning to have a kind heart and speaking from your heart, not just speak to speak, but yet you wind up putting that person down, which is what we don't want to do is criticize each other. You know, the author of this magazine, which I want to give her such awesome kudos for this, because a lot of this is good advice. And she actually did a very good job on this. And her name is Suzanne Diggins White. She has a Ph.D. She's a licensed counselor and professor at Northern Illinois University. I would love to get a hold of her if I ever had the opportunity to interview her. But this article that she wrote in this magazine of psychology today is very helpful, and I hope that by me sharing this with you, the listeners, that this would be a helpful, helpful way to view our relationships, marriage, whether it be or boyfriend or girlfriend, whatever relationship we are, our partners in general. So, hopefully, we remember that. Every day is a learning experience with our partners, and every day we continue to try. Every day we got to learn when we get angry, take that step back. And try to remember, relax ourselves first. Do a breathing technique. Calm yourself down. Breathe in. Hold for three seconds and breathe out. Basically, you're trying to regain that good energy and then blow out the bad energy. It'll help us to calm down, and you do that for three seconds each time. Until you start to feel calm. And then you can go to your partner. Talk to your partner. Even if you have to stop right then and there as you two are fighting and start breathing. Calm yourself down. Because with the calmer energy, calmer feeling, we can actually handle our situations better. We calm our mind and our mind's allowed to think properly. When you're angry, those emotions take over, and our mind does not think properly, and neither does our heart. All right, everybody. I actually wanted to share this awesome magazine with you. If you ever find it, you know, it would be great for you to read. And they always have some awesome articles. Today, Psychology Today is an awesome book for me to quote from, but hey. Helping out right now and learning to improve our marriage or relationships is a great step. But like I said, remember those breathing techniques when you get angry. Those will actually help too. And if you're not, don't be afraid to grab your your partner's hand and just hold them and look at them. You've got to remember every detail of what you loved about them. All right, everybody, this is CM Radio Life Talk, and I will hear from you guys next time. If you send me any messages, feel free. There are very much more than welcome. And, hey, you can support this podcast. I do have a link button on every episode that you'll see. It will be there on my profile page. Go ahead and link. And hopefully... We can gain better, better things in our relationships. All right, everybody, have a good night and thank you for listening.